Welcome to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Wednesday. It's the 20th of May, 2020. This is my fourth attempt to record this show. And either you're going to hear this or I'm going to scrap it and do something else because I can't seem to get through it. I've been thinking a lot about aging recently, and I can't tell why exactly, but I think part of it is the pandemic. I think the fact that so many people are dying in such a concentrated span of time is really making me think about my own mortality. Also, today would have been my cousin Tammy's birthday. Um, She was seven or eight years older than me, and she passed away in February of 2019. Um, You know Aunt Linda, who's been on this show quite a few times. Tammy uh, was Aunt Linda's daughter. Tammy, uh, Tammy's brother Todd is uh, here in Tucson, as are Aunt Linda and Uncle Rich. And uh, Todd was always one of my heroes growing up and um, and really remains somebody I, I love very dearly to this day. Tammy, I was less close to for a variety of reasons. Our lives took pretty divergent paths and we weren't actually in the same geographic location a lot. And so um, I just never really got to know her all that well. And I was kind of a bit of a judgmental bastard for a long time, too. And um, I feel like I did not treat Tammy with the compassion that she deserved, um, that, you know, any person would deserve. Um, so in any case, you know, I'm at this point, it's too late. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm left wishing that I had been a better person when the the moments called for it. But um, there's nothing I can do about it except hope that I will continue to be a better person in the future. But as I've been thinking about Tammy and as I've been, you know, as we all have been kind of surrounded by this like cloud, this fog of death because of the pandemic. And then, you know, even in my own house, (laughs) I'm married to somebody who is 22 years my junior. And so the odds are extremely good that I will go before Owen does. And... If you are a longtime listener of this show, you've probably heard me mention before this idea of kind of banking up time for the future. You know, we all have these things we say like, oh, yeah, when I retire, I'm going to X, Y, Z or, you know, once the kids graduate, I'll be able to whatever it is, you know. And the thing about banking up time for the future or putting things off for a future date when it's more convenient or when we imagine it will be more possible is that the future is a fiction it doesn't exist, right? This future, like it's not, we're not putting time in a bank from which we are guaranteed to be able to withdraw. This would be more like taking your money and letting it go in the wind on the assumption that it will blow all the way around the world and eventually come back to you when you need it, right? That's that's not going to happen. And it's the same way with time. We just have no way of knowing how much, if any, more time stretches out in front of us. I mean, this has been a big motivating factor for me in kind of getting out of the circumstances I was in in state college and in trying really hard not to work for people for the most part. Um, I do work at a radio station now 
that I quite enjoy. And I guess that's a little outside of what I had planned to do, but you know, the kind of larger thing about like not working for some soul crushing corporate entity um, is still very much my plan. And a lot of that is just based around the fact that I, I always said like, Oh, I'm just, I'm only 21. I have plenty of time to, I'm only 31. I have plenty of time to, I'm only 41. I, you know, and eventually like (laughs) the higher that number gets, the less likely the rest of that sentence is to be true. I have been thinking a lot about the disparity in age between Owen and me. And it's, it's not generally speaking something that comes up a lot. I mean, we're obviously very different in age and we have some pretty different frames of reference, but Owen also grew up in a house with a bunch of older people, Uh, you know, not just Owen's parents who are about my age, but um, Owen also grew up with uh, grandparents and actually particularly elderly grandparents because those grandparents had waited a long time to have Owen's mom. So, you know, Owen has some older frames of reference and that kind of thing too. And in any case, it doesn't really matter. I think we benefit from each other's, different kinds of knowledge you know it's i know a lot more things than i knew before i met owen and i am much more in touch with the modern world than i probably would be without owen i never used to really be afraid of death i noticed that after i had kids i started to be a little more afraid of it like i noticed that when i after i had kids when i would get on airplanes i would worry a little bit more about the plane crashing i guess because i had more to live for but even even after having kids, I've never been particularly scared about dying. Um, I mean, I think Buddhism really helps there because dying is so much just a part of life in in that school of thought, you know, in that religion. That certainly helped. And also, I think there's a thing like a lot of depressed people probably aren't quite as afraid of things ending. <laughs> That's a lot of other people. That's super dark, but I mean, I, I, I kind of believe there's something to that, you know. But recently, I have been really focused on it. I wrote a poem about that was really about just dying before Owen, and I guess as I've I've started like I read I've been reading this book about minor league baseball that came out in the very early '90s. And when the guy who wrote it wrote it at that time, he was, I think, in his late 40s. So, I mean, he was about the age that I am now. And that meant that his frame of reference was even a little older than mine. But I I understand most of the references that he makes. And the fact that I do kind of makes me feel connected to something so far in the past you know, I mean, I get that, like, compared to Egyptian history or Japanese history or Chinese history or whatever, the stuff I'm talking about happened 10 minutes ago. But it's just been kind of making me feel old. I don't even know what the point of any of this is. Like, I don't have some neat bundle to wrap this up in. And I don't think it's really going toward a moral or a lesson or anything. I just am really aware of the absolute uncertainty of the future i was talking with my friend sarah today um, a couple days ago actually (laughs) right who knows what day or time it is i was talking with my friend sarah sometime in the last hundred years and 
she was mentioning the kind of the loss of control, the loss of a feeling of control that the pandemic has imposed on many of us. That seemed to be right on the nose to me. Like that was just, that was right on the money. And then I talked the other day to a coworker who was talking about, uh, you know, going to Walmart and fries, which is a supermarket chain out here. And, you know, nobody was wearing masks and, you know, it was great. It looked like we made it through something. And I was just thinking like, we have not made it through. Like there, there is not a through that has happened yet. It's a long through is a long way away. And in this cloud of uncertainty, maybe that's what's making me. And I imagine other people start to think about or think more intensely about how uncertain everything is. I guess if there's any lesson to be learned from that at all, I can again kind of turn to Buddhism. In Buddhism, it's very common to meditate on the idea of death. I mean, taken to the extreme, it used to be a practice, and maybe it still is in some places, but it used to be a practice that people would meditate in um, graveyards, would meditate in front of corpses, you know, things like that. Not in a not in a macabre way or in some sort of death fixated way, but just as a way to break down the barriers surrounding death and the fact that it just happens and it's just part of life. And um, to remove some of the stigma, like my family, for example, and I don't know if this applies to all of them, but many people in my family in the course of my upbringing were awful about dealing with death, like even about talking with it. I remember wanting to go to a funeral of one of my uh, great uncles at one point and being told that I couldn't go. And I was like in a teenager at this, like not, I mean, I think in my late teens, <laughs> you know, like I wasn't six or something like that. And it was, I think just because of this like shroud around the idea of death and mortality. And I mean, a lot of my family is not good at talking about anything, so how could we be expected to be good at talking about, you know, one of the largest things? But I think Buddhism has it right that it's death can certainly be tragic and we miss the people we've lost and it's going to suck when we go and we may go long before we're ready. But at the same time, it is just intrinsically part of part of the deal if you are if you are lucky enough to get a chance to live you have to you have to eventually go (laughs) you know that's just how it works so these days i'm finding that concept a little more stressful but i'm really trying to remember the things that i have learned and to and to be more at home with it I mean, it it really sucks that my cousin is gone, for example. And my grandparents, who I, I mean, I just, I think about almost every single day. They've been gone a long time now. And I, hardly a day goes by that they're not on my mind in some way. And that's okay. It's okay that that's true. But... There's a difference between recognizing that loss and wishing you had more time with people and either being terrified of that prospect for yourself or 
or maybe as a result of that terror, not being willing to confront the fact of its reality and allowing yourself to kind of push that eventual end date so far into the future that you don't think about it. And again, I guess I'm, I'm not suggesting that we just fixate on death all the time. I'm just suggesting that we realize that nothing about the future is promised. And that we've got to have the lives that we want to have now. I don't necessarily know how we do that in every case. But it's a better thing to strive for than the life you're going to have 20 years from now. Well, that's it for today's show. I'll probably post this. I don't know. I I mean, I got to the end of it. So, or an end of it, I got enough time to make an episode (laughs) out of it. And given that I had tried three previous times and gotten quite a few minutes in and just deleted everything, there's some chance at least that you'll hear this. In any case, I hope you're doing okay. I am doing okay. This was kind of a heavy episode, but um, it's just, it's good to talk about these things, I think, sometimes. So you can find the previous episodes of this show at abriefchat.com. And if you want to reach out to me, you're more than welcome. Jason at abriefchat.com. I'm largely off social media these days. I'm still posting, but I'm not looking at anything. So um, I'm posting via a third-party app. So if you want to reach me, um, that email address is the best. I love you. A better world is possible.